today you get re- rewarded for all the effort that you've put in in, in attending and listening to the Matmonim every day because you're going to learn that you don't have to wait for miracles to happen. You can actually attract them. And there's a, and there's a way to do it. And we're going to learn how to do that, how to attract, how to attract Nisim. And, and miracles, um, I've spoken before about the fact that a miracle, another word for a miracle is a coincidence. When things happen that statistically shouldn't happen, but they do and they're supportive of, of what you're doing, that's called a miracle. The, what else is a miracle? That the sea split was not a miracle, that was all natural. There was a wind, the terror tells us, that was all, that was all science. What the, the miracle was the timing. The coincidence, so to say, that exactly when the Jews got there, that's when it split. And exactly when they finished, then it covered up. And exactly at the time that the Egyptians were in the, in the space, that's when it, it's the timing. It's the coincidental, um, the, the intersection of events that shouldn't, that statistically have no real chance of happening simultaneously. When they do happen simultaneously at a time that is supportive for you, that's a miracle. That's a nice. And we, and we can attract Nisim. And we'll learn how to do that today. So we start off with the Gemara at the bottom of the Chavovah Madalif, where Rabbi Shimon Ben Levi says that this piece of Gemara is talking, it's very fascinating Gemara, talking about how the Tanoim and the Amoiroim, there were words in, in, in the Tanakh, they didn't know what they meant. We just look, we've got Rashi, we've got the Mitsudas, we can figure out what they mean. We've even got the translations into dozens and dozens and dozens of languages. But they didn't have that, and there were words they didn't understand, and they learned from other languages. What those words, what those words meant. So that's that's altogether very interesting. Um, and one of them is the the word for sechvi, where Eshlokish says, "Kishahalachti litchum kan nashria." When I went to this place called Tchum kan nashria, you korim lechala ninfi. They used to call it kala ninfi. Well, the town called sechvi. They used to call it a cock, a a sechvi. Um, says the Gemara, Omar Rav Yudom Ravi Baisem Rav Yeshua Ben Levi, micro. So where do we see a, an understanding of what where sechvi is used as a cock? Mi shat betachot batuchot chokma or mi natan la sechvi vina? It's one of the questions that Eov poses. Who gave? Um, who put wisdom into the kidneys? And who gave the cock bino? Chokma and bino. Mi shat betachot chokma elu klayot. That's the kidneys. Mi or mi natan lasechvivina ze tarnagol. That's the the tarnagol. And that's interesting because they're both talking about intuitive wisdom, isn't that so? The kidneys aren't don't go through an analytical thinking process. That's that that inner feeling of something being right or something being wrong. That that that's intuitive. So that chokma that it's talking about is that the human being has intuitive chokma that we can access. We're trained through twelve years of school and and years of of, uh, of university and years in yeshiva. We're trained to stifle that inner wisdom and to learn our wisdom from from books and from and from other people. But but there's an there's an inner wisdom that is important to be able to access. And part of it comes from the klayot, and even the sechvi has has bina. Even the cock has has wisdom. S- uh, Rashi says, and uh, uh, the last Rashi on the on the Omud, that sechvi is a loshen re'iyah. It's an ability to see, to perceive, from the word vayashkeif. Rashi says, and we see that also in the pasuk in Eiv itself, where it says, That means the cock. Now, when we say yeshomrim, it, it doesn't mean an alternative explanation. When you say yeshomrim, it's a, it's a parallel explanation. 
it's shivim ponim latzori when when Rashi brings or others bring even the Gemara when there's a yeshim ring, you've got to learn them both. It's not you can understand it this way or you can understand it that way. It means they're parallel. That the word sechvi has a parallel meaning. It means both tarnagol, both the cock, and it means the heart. Shuhu shochevet sofer. So Simon, when you were saying they changed in the singer's prayer book, they changed the translation from cockerel to, to wisdom. Uh, it's, they're playing with this yeshimrim. It's difficult in English to have both meanings present, but, but you need both of them to understand it. And we've got to look at what's the parallel between the cock and the, and the, and the lay. That sofer mechashevet hanoladot. Particularly that wisdom, that bina of the capacity to see what's ahead, to see what's coming, to identify trends. That's what, what's important. Identifying trends is not by a process of analysis. Uh, the, the, the analysts don't, don't get the trends very right. If they got the trends right, they wouldn't be analysts, they would be billionaires. The fact that they're analysts means they don't know how to foresee the trends. Who does foresee, who does foresee the trend? Simple businessmen, you know, old Yiddish businessmen who buy a building or whatever it is, like Mahorovitz talks about his father buying this, this very building. He doesn't know why, or just he looks at it. It's just, it's, his kidneys tell him it's a good thing to do. Those are the people who can foresee the trends. You guys, Ricky, you don't do big analytics there. You see something you like, you buy, you sell, you trade, you just do. So, so that's, the, um, that, that's that, that inner, inner wisdom that is so important and so, and so valuable. Um, and then the Rosh on which the Tur and the Shulchan Aruch are all based says that that's where we say the brochus goes back to the Gemara in brochus, so that when you hear the voice of the sound of the Tarnagol, then you say, Baruch And he says, In the Torah you see that the heart is called Sechvi. So the Rosh learns the Posuk in, in uh, Eov as the, the human heart. And that's, the way, that's where Havana is. Bino is in the heart. Bino is not in the head. Bino is not analysis. Bino is intuitive. You've got to do a whole lot of analysis to, to, so that the intuition works. But then you've got to be able to access the intuition in order to, to do that. And Bino is what enables you to notice the difference between day and night. You mean you need Bino to notice the difference in the day? It's light in the night. It's dark. You don't need Bino. You don't need intellect for that. But the, that's where the Tarnagol comes in. With Neshe Tarnagol, Mevin Gamken, Uv Aravi, Korina Tarnagol Sechvi, Hitkinu Brachazo, Le Umra, Bishmiat Kola Tarnagol. The time to say it is when the Tarnagol does it. When does the Tarnagol crow? The Tarnagol crows before you can see any light. So the Tarnagol can distinguish between night and day when night and day is indistinguishable. That's Bina. You don't need Bina to be awake at 8 o'clock in the morning and say, ah, it's daytime. You don't need Bina. Or at 9 o'clock at night and say, it's nighttime. What you need is at the moment of dawn when there's no sign of light to be able to sense that there's been a change in energy. That's what, you, that's what the cock can do. Where does the cock get it from? It senses that there's a change in energy and it responds to that change in energy. And Bina is being able to be sensitive to energy. Not just, just, not just using data and information to be sensitive to energy, to be able to feel that something is different, that something has changed. That's what Bino is. And we, we praise Hashem with that first brocha every morning because we use Bino to wake up. Because if you wake up and you're not using an alarm clock, you're waking up. Why? Particularly in the winter months when it's still dark. What's, what's waking you up? There's something inside you. As we'll see in Kabbalah, we'll see there's something inside you that's telling you the energy has changed. Something's changed and one has to do something about that.
the, the Mishnah Brewer adds the reason of the Levush and says, Yesh bishmiatol adam hana'ash, Another reason you say a brocha is it's like a birkas hanenim. You get benefit from the cock crowing because it wakes you up. Uh, so, so the brocha is to thank Hashem for the, the cock so that it, it, it wakes us up. The Levush brings that as an additional reason for it. Um, but, but there's something else that, that goes on over here, and let's, let's get into that through the Gemara in, in Chagiga, that Resh Lokish says, Kol If a person learns Torah deeply, if a person learns Torah deeply at night, Hashem draws a Chut Shel Chesed. A Chut Shel Chesed is um, just charm and and kindness. It, it's the, a force that attracts chesed. Chesed is not just the chesed of other people towards us, although it's that as well, but chesed is also um, nisim. When, when we talk about chesed, when we talk about Hashem doing, doing chesed, chesed, it's chesed is, uh, is miracles. Chesed, when Hashem does chesed, He changes the, the, the rules. If, it, if, it's just, if it's completely predictable, if it's statistically likely, that's not chesed, that's just that's what happens, that's nature. Chesed is when something out of the ordinary happens, when a coincidence happens. That's a chesed. When we go out of our way to do something, if we're doing something just, just because, that's not a chesed. But when we go out of our way to do something different, to help someone out, that's chesed. And that's the idea of a nais, of Hashem going out of His way to change the laws of nature uh, in terms of what would be statistical. We've got to understand that every time a coincidence happens, that's changing the laws of nature. Because the laws of nature are statistics. And if statistically the likelihood of something happening is near, near zero, then when it does happen, that's Hashem intervening. And that's, that's the chut shel chesed. So when you learn at night, you've got a chut shel chesed the next day. Uh, and that's the attraction of miracle. Why? Because learning at night is itself an act of miracle. So, so what is the method of attracting miracles? As, as I said, you don't have to sit back and wait for miracles to happen. You can attract miracles. The way to attract miracles is you have to initiate them. You have to do the first miracle. When you've done the first miracle, then a chutchel chesed connects as a continuation. That continues. And it's miraculous to learn Torah at night. That's a miracle. You're overcoming nature. That's not naturally what you do at night. Naturally, you've had a busy day. You're tired at the end of the day. The last thing you want to do is open a Gemara and sit and learn. If you do that, though, you're reversing the natural trend. What are the statistical chances that a person comes back after a hard day and, and picks up a, a Gomorrah to learn? Statistically, do a survey in the world, you see, that's not what people do at night. But when one does that, then there's a chutzel chesed. But the Gomorrah doesn't go into the deeper, deeper Kabbalah. When is that? That learning Torah at night is that there's, there's a fortune in the, in the Zohar and, and in the Gomorrah also about the value of getting up at midnight and starting your day then. So in those days, it used to get dark, there weren't lights, you, when the sun went down, you kind of went to sleep. So you went to sleep at six, seven, eight, whatever it was, you would get up at midnight and start learning until the morning. The, the connecting the night and the day together with Torah is an incredibly powerful force. So today we can't often do that, there are not many people who are able to do that, but we certainly are able to get up before dawn and to bring the day in with the learning of Torah. That's miraculous. To do that, the Zohar talks about how miraculous that is, and the cock is aware of that. So just look at this piece of Zohar, and you'll see what's, what's going on. Um, and, and so says the Zohar, this is at the end of, of Parashas Vayikra, 
when, when this, there's this Ruach Tzafon, there's this north wind at the time of the middle of the night. Um, at that time, the, there's a flame that goes out and strikes under the wings of Tarnagolot, of these cocks, and they shake their, their wings in the middle of the night. At that time, this, the cock actually looks at this. It can sense this flame, this energy, this power, this force. In the middle of the night, it senses it, and it sees it, and it shakes, it trembles. And it looks at it. It perceives it. It sees, so to say, the, the covet of Hashem, wanting to do its will, and it calls humanity. It's time. There's, something's get, there's a different energy in the world. It's time for the daytime to start. The Tanagolet the, the is the Bria that Hashem created to be sensitive to that moment of change of energy in the middle of the night. And that's why the Sechvi is called Ashkecha, one who looks, one who perceives, which links back to the Rashi on our on Amasechte, Lashon Re'iya, says our Rashi. And the Rashi on, on uh, Eov, it says the Zohar, and that's why it's called Ashkecha. It looks, it sees, it can see what's coming. The Tarnagol looks forward. If you're talking about a trend identifier, the Tarnagol is the Bria that is designed for identifying trends. It does it every single day. It notices when, when the energy has changed. V'ikri gavar begin it calls the human beings to get up at that time, and so on. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's called also a gever because it's calling at that time for the for gvura. Kedain inun b'nei mehemnute kaimin v'yavin gvura v'chela liknesis Israel. That's also the Jewish people when they wake up and and with with gvura and they give that power and strength to the shechina, which is called knesset Israel. Kedain akri ranu rino deraisa, and this is called the rina of Torah, the song of Torah. When the cock calls and people continue sleeping, and they don't wake up, the Tarnagol, the spiritual presence of the Tarnagol, has some bad things to say about those people. And the Zohar doesn't go into a whole lot of detail. It's referenced further on in another part of the Zohar. But the Zohar is very dis- disappointed with people. Okay, says the Tarnagol, you're too sleepy to notice the change in energy. But I've noticed and I've called you. So what now? Why are you still sleeping? So what does the, the, the Zohar want us to do? What does the Tarnagol want us to do? To do something unnatural. The, the natural thing is to carry on sleeping. You're sleeping. Why would you get up? And it's still dark. You get up because there's a change in energy. Something's about to happen. To respond to what is about to happen is miraculous. If we can sense what's going to happen and respond to that, that we say somebody buys a, a, a share just before it goes up and does amazing. How did that happen? When we can sense something's about to happen and we act, we're acting miraculously and we're introducing miracle into our day. To get up before sun, before daylight, to be able to get up and 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 learn Torah, that's something that is counter-natural, it's counter-instinctual. Then it goes on and says, And when this person is learning Torah at that time, when the day becomes bright, if they're actually learning Torah, that chut chesed, which the Gemara hints at, 
in Masechta Megillah, but doesn't tell us when, just says people who learn Torah at night. That's fine, but it's not about learning Torah at night when you're all tired at the end of the day. That's actually not what the Gemara in Megillah says, means. What the Gemara in Megillah means is you get up while it's still night and you learn Torah. When you're fresh, the first thing you do in the day is you apply your mind to Torah. Um, and if you look at nowadays, there are all these things that come out about what you should do in the morning if you want to be a billionaire and what you should do in the morning if you want to be successful. All these things you read, dozens and dozens and dozens of these articles and research that's done. And all of them have prayer or meditation as first thing. That that's where you start. And all of them have, don't look at your phone. Don't be distracted. This time is too precious. It's going to affect the entire day. Those moments when you, when you get up, and get, they all talk about getting up early, well before sunrise. It's all, this, this Zohar is in all the current writing about how to be successful, how to make a good day. You start making a good day that, by choosing the time to get up and what you do with those first moments after getting up. It says the Zohar, those first moments bring Torah into your life so that the transition from night to day is one that is linked by Torah and your mind is in Torah. That's so unnatural. That's so counterinstinctual. But that's how you create miracles. That creates the Chut Chesed, which enables the Rebbe Nishnam to attract uh, a miraculous series of events to you. To, to protect you from everything and to connect you with an energy between the upper and the lower worlds. And that's a miracle. When you're in alignment with your, with your higher life, with your higher being, that's what your day is. When you start the day that way, that's what your day is. It's, you're in alignment between the higher you and the lower you. The higher world and the lower you are in alignment. There's that chutzel chesed, that miraculous strand that links you, the higher world, to the lower world and follows you throughout the day. All one has to do. And because it's so counterinstinctual, few people do it. That's why they're not that many miracles that happen. But if one consistently is able to start a Seder Hayom, as many of you do, where you're up early in the, in the morning before sunrise, and you're able to just spend a few moments getting your mind around Torah at that, at that time, uh, and to learn before the Torah so that your heart and mind and soul is in Kedusha and in Torah and connecting to the Rabboni Shalom, the Chut Chesed continues the entire day, and the alignment between upper world and lower world is established, and the quality of your day is completely different.